All right. Hello. Welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. It is our Emmett Fox show. Uh, it's going to be Emmett Fox Sunday. We used to do these on Emmett Fox Friday, uh, but we are doing these uh, kind of bi-weekly now. So this is Emmett Fox Sunday, but we're doing the same material. We're still working from find and use your inner power uh, and still getting into these little nice bite-sized uh, kind of chunks of Emmett Fox's work these helpful little little outlines that he gives us to remind us how to use our minds and how to use our imaginations to build a better life for ourselves. Uh, today's topic is called the mixing bowl. The mixing bowl. I think we're gonna really enjoy this one. This is a great uh, a great lesson for today. Uh, you can join us at uh, cosmicguide.org if you'd like to find out more about us. Chris's book is The Spirit in the Sky. Uh, mine is If You Can Worry, You Can Meditate. And go ahead and check out that CosmicEye.org website if you get a chance. Uh, we've got some great new stuff up there, some tarot decks, tarot bags, and different things, and, uh, and so forth. So I think you'll enjoy that. Um, okay, so I'm going to start. Then Chris is going to pick it up, and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit about this and how you can apply it to your own life and so forth. So the mixing bowl from Dr. Emmett Fox. When you make a cake... You know that whatever you put into the mixing bowl will appear in the cake itself. And on the other hand, that unless a particular substance does go into the mixing bowl, it cannot appear in the finished article. Everyone realizes this clearly in connection with a material object like a cake, but people often fail to see that the same process applies equally in the realm of mind. Such, however, is the case. The thoughts and beliefs that fill our minds ultimately appear in the cake of experience. And to realize this is to save oneself a lot of trouble. No one puts kerosene in the mixing bowl because no one wants it in the cake. For everyone knows that if it does enter the bowl in the cake, it will be. Keep mental kerosene and other ill-tasting things out of your mental mixing bowl and then your cake will be worth eating. Then your cake will be worth eating. I think really the whole, the whole uh, big message in this uh, is the cake of experience idea. The cake of experience. That's the cake of your daily experience that's happening, what's unfolding in your life, the things that are materializing, the experiences that you have. He's calling that the cake of experience. And he's, he's really asking us to, to look at what we're putting into that cake of experience it's a it's a really a, a it's a great analogy isn't it well it is and it's good to know um, and be aware that this is going on i think we can be kind of cavalier or careless uh about you know what we think of um where our thought process goes because it will go into our experience if you're harboring negative thoughts or kind of destructive, pessimistic, you know, outcomes, um, you know, you will make those things more likely um, to happen. Absolutely. Uh, to, yeah. To guard your thoughts and, and your speech. You know, I think that's another thing too. Um, we need, because that's part of our you know, cake of experience, the things we, not only things we think of, but the things we say and do um, are going into this, you know, product that, that we're making. So just be careful what we say and think. Yeah, exactly. That idea, the, the titles are really, uh, 
really heavy with uh, with with meaning too. The mixing bowl. It's like you think about the mixing bowl. It's like the mixing bowl, the imagination, the mixing bowl, the subconscious mind. In essence, you know, they kind of kind of link together. What you're you know what you're putting into it is you know you think about kind of stirring in these different ingredients and then you know and then the the kind of the batter you know you put it into the pan and put it into the oven and bake it up and there's sort of a you know you talked about this before uh, when you mentioned this cake in regard to uh, sort of an alchemical experience but it's sort of an alchemical experience that's going on uh, below the surface it's going on in the in the in the subconscious mind and you know and then it sort of how can I say it? Then it kind of pops out of the oven as your as your day to day experience. The interesting thing about it is we forget that we're baking up this cake. We forget that we've mixed it up. We forget that we put it in the oven, and then we have these experiences in our lives, and we think, "Wow, where did that come from?" You know, it seems like that came out of nowhere. I wouldn't have expected that. But then you know, you kind of think back and you and you look at the trajectory and the causes and conditions and so on that that caused whatever happened. You're like, "Hmm." I guess it's not such a mystery where that came from. You know what I mean? You know how you do that sometimes? You're like, God, where did that come from? And then you're like, oh, I, I remember I did, you know, something like that to someone else, you know, so many years ago. Or, oh, I've been thinking about, you know, how how broke I am lately. And then all of a sudden I got hit with another, you know, another unexpected bill or my car broke down or something. And, you know, again, those things just sometimes come up and happen in life. But so often there's a connection to our thoughts, our actions, um, you know, our previous experiences and so on that are directly related to those things that are unfolding in our life, you know, and you really can say, okay, here's my experience today. You know, I, I you know, might be it, you might love it, you might, you know, want to change it. But, you know, you can't deny that the experience that you're having now is a result of an accumulation of thoughts, experiences, emotions, actions that you've taken over the years that have put you in the place where you are today and sometimes that is hard to accept isn't it well you have to accept personal responsibility yeah. and that you know not to assess blame or you know point the finger of fault uh, at anyone else or yourself or especially yourself but to know that oh well as the chef in the kitchen of consciousness uh, I put in some ingredients that once baked you know, became part of my experience. And if I want to have a different experience, I need to look at what I'm putting into uh, the recipe. I know a lot of people who get, you know, upset over certain, you know, people or groups of people um, claiming that, oh, it's harmful to another group and we need more tolerance and more acceptance and more equity, um, which sounds really good, but if, if they're sowing those seeds or if they're, you know, we could stick with the, the text here, if they're mixing along with those ideas in this bowl, a hatred or an intolerance for this other group, um, and anger and violent thoughts, um, you know, towards maybe some of that group's members, uh, your mixing bowl, you know, hoping for, you know, peace and stability and tolerance uh, will have in it intolerance, violence, even if they're just thoughts. And even if they seem like they're directed towards the bad people, you're still 
poisoning the well. You're still putting this foul tasting um, you know, ingredient. The kerosene, right? You called it the kerosene, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, that's powerful. And, and you know, and that's where it's like you can have these sort of mixed uh mixed emotions towards saying you might have a good intention right it's like you're talking about like oh you're talking about peace and and you know equality and all these different different uh positive uh positive things that you want to see in the world and then you're at the same time railing against this or that person and angry and hostile and you know and, and sort of going at about your cause of you know peace and love with an angry heart right and so you know there, there's there's a sort of lack of integrity there in a sense like the the you know you you may mean well but your your heart might not be on on board with it and and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna pour that kerosene into the cake that you're trying to make you're trying to make a beautiful peace cake and instead you're creating a poisonous kerosene filled cake right so it's like i think that's in in, in essence that that's where there's sort of a sort of a mixed message being sent to the subconscious then of course you're going to get mixed messages back and you're not going to get the result that you want uh, that's a great point you make. That's a great point you make. So you got to make sure, you know, when you're when you're baking that cake that you, you know, you put in the ingredients that you want to come out. So in other words, I need to put in the thoughts, I need to have the emotions, I need to take the actions to make sure all of those things are lining up uh, to create the kind of experience I want to have. I want to, I'm baking the, you know, that cake of experience that I want to eat, as it were. In, in his uh, in his uh, in his analogy here, uh, so any more on that thought uh, that line of thinking? Well, it also and maybe more importantly uh, works when you're working on yourself. If you're trying to improve yourself, if you're trying to manifest prosperity or success or abundance, things like that, uh, you could look at the mixing bowl in this. Um, passage as being your affirmations and prayers and meditations and all your um, you know mind science work that would be the mixing bowl and then this cake is sort of the manifestation okay what has this led to what has this combination produced so even if you're just you know fully when we were kind of talking about external people and things if you're just working on yourself and you say well I want to be successful. I want abundance. Um, I want uh, peaceful and harmonious relationships. Uh, that can be, that's your, you're putting that into your mixing bowl. But if you add a, a dollop of doubt and a, and a measure of uh, insecurity and, uh, you know, an ounce of fear and uh, all these other things, what you're going to get is at the very least a mixed message and you then may get partial success um, and partial abundance, but it will either disappear quickly um, or will somehow be tainted that yes, I got this thing, but with it came some side effects or an aftertaste, uh, if you will, uh, that's of something that you don't want. Um, so this can go towards this whole, you know, secret and um, uh, law of attraction, uh, because in that bowl you are are putting in those things, 
and you are attracting those things. If that's going into your oven, if you're cooking these things up, uh, that's going to be part of it. And you will, you know, a lot of times what happens in this case is it's just stagnation. It's more of the same. It seems like you're doing the work and I'm having these, you know, positive affirmations and I'm, you know, doing my mind science work, law of attraction, uh, but the results aren't, or may not be, uh, you know, bad per se, but they might not be what you thought you had wanted or had hoped you were going to end up with when you were putting these things in. Because a lot of times the ingredients that we put in that are the kerosene, uh, we do that subconsciously or unconsciously. It's a lot of times it's below the level of awareness or it's with a lack of understanding that these things can actually adversely affect your recipe. Yeah. Good point. Good point. And so, I mean, it's, it's like, uh, you know, I think when you look at it, you've got to understand kind of what you're, what you're putting into the, to the cake as it were, and kind of follow, follow the proper recipe in order to get the right, uh, the right cake out that you want, the right experience that you want to have, the right abundance that you're looking for, the right piece that you're trying to manifest, what have you. Uh, so some of the things you can think about when, you know, you're kind of quote unquote mixing mixing the cake, as it were, uh, a clear a clear picture, a clear statement of what you're actually trying to achieve is is the starting point. Oftentimes we have muddy desires, muddy thoughts, and muddy kind of ephemeral goals that aren't goals at all. So be very, very clear about what you what you need, what you want. Uh, then, you know, work on the, the unconscious mind and, 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 you know, work on your work on faith and affirm, affirm that faith and, you know, work on actually visualizing the thing you wish to, to see, to build that faith, build that clarity and try to do that in as much uh, detail as you can. I mean, see and feel and experience emotionally, smell it, taste it, touch that experience or that object or that you know, person you're trying to bring into your life, whatever it is, in such great detail that you build it in your mind to the point that it just has to manifest, you know, and work on, you know, sort of fanning the flame of that positive desire that you have by keeping that image in your mind. And then another thing that can be really valuable, of course, is to, to, to kind of certain things, just keep them to yourself, keep them to yourself. There's an idea in some of these, some of this work that, you know, uh, that the first rule of magic is containment. In other words, keep it to yourself. You know, so if the, you don't necessarily announce everything that you're trying to accomplish and dissipate that energy, um, you know, so to allow it to grow in secret, in a way you can think about it like the cake. It's like pulling the cake out of the oven and showing it to everyone before it's, before it's baked. You keep pulling it out of the oven, pulling it out of the oven, showing it to people, pretty soon you're just gonna have a sloppy mess on your hands. Uh, so that's, that's something you can think about. Uh, so there's a, there's a there's a few ideas in, in that go into baking that 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 cake of experience. Uh, you want to wrap up any other uh, loose ends that you that you got in your mind? Well, a lot of times our cakes are a little half baked. To uh, not to belabor the, uh, <laughs> the metaphor. Yeah, right. Um, but sometimes, yeah, we we just don't leave it in the oven long enough. I like what you're saying about pulling it out, or you're trying to show somebody. Oh, look! If you mix all you know the egg and the flour and everything, if you follow the recipe to the T 
And then you showed it to somebody in a bowl saying, wow, look at this delicious cake. They're gonna go, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> that's not a cake. That's not delicious, that's gross. Um, oh, but, but it hasn't been baked yet. And you, you just have to see. Well, the more you share something about something before it's reached its maturity or its yeah. fruition, um, you say, well, I'm, you know, I'm doing my affirmations. And I've read the secret and I'm going to bring abundance into my life. And then somebody else is going to say, well, yeah, I tried that. That secret, that's all nonsense. It doesn't work. Well, then you've sown some doubt into your recipe. You've, you've folded this uh, other opinion. Um, and those things really don't matter. I like what you're saying about, you know, keep the work to yourself. Just like an oven, an oven is a containment. It keeps the heat in for a certain amount of time at a certain amount of, uh, you know, temperature in order to do what it needs to do. I think that's where a lot of us, you know, for sure, we, you know, open the lid too soon or we try to share it too early or talk about it before it happens. And another thing that happens with this mixing bowl, a lot of times we can put conditions on something. We have an affirmation or we have a really declarative statement about something that we want or want to be able to do. And we'll tag it with, but, okay, say, I want, I want to get a new car. I want to bring a new car. I would love to have a new car. That would be so great. I could get to work. I don't have to worry about maintenance and my old one falling apart and have that security and dependability. It would really be a great thing, but I don't want people to think I'm materialistic or I don't want people to think I'm showing off or I don't want to be perceived as being selfish because I bought this new car. Um, even those seemingly are good things. You don't want people to think bad of you or things like that, but Honestly, no matter what you do, someone's going to say something about it, whether it's good or bad, or whether you deserve the car or not, someone's going to be jealous, or maybe just wish that they had one. So they might, even friends do that. They might say something, you know, some offhanded remark uh, that's really just showing their insecurities and their disappointments in, in their own uh, condition. Uh, so also be careful of putting those on. Now, uh, you can say, well, I want to do this and I want to do this ethically. Um, or I want to do this um, in a way that won't harm um, somebody else. Um, I think you can do that and still pull off uh, what it is you're trying to accomplish. Um, it's not like, you know, well, the end justifies the means. Well, then you'll kind of stop at nothing. Uh, but to put in a condition that is kind of based on somebody else's opinion of what you're doing or you, or how you might be perceived First of all, you won't know until after the fact, but if you're putting that preconceived reaction or response that somebody might have down the road, that's going into your mixing bowl. Yeah, I want a new car, but eh, someone might think I'm selfish. That really just kind of diluted your power by about 50%. Uh, so even the good things, a condition, um, an unreasonable condition, uh, having a goal and saying, I don't want to harm other people uh, or rip anybody off or break the law uh, to be able to accomplish this. I don't think there's a problem with that. Um, uh, but if it's based on opinion or a response uh, that someone else might have of you or what it is you're doing, 
that I think is not a reasonable uh, thing to put in your recipe. So be careful with that. Great point. Thanks for uh, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. So, you know, so be careful what you are mixing into your your cake of experience. Think about this week. I mean, kind of ask yourself. I mean, it's kind of a uh, it's an interesting, it's an interesting image. It's like, ask yourself during the week, what am I mixing into the, you know, the cake of my experience? Uh, and, you know, what, it, what, what's going to, what's going to transpire with these kind of thoughts or these kinds of actions or, you know, this way of, uh, this way of feeling or what have you. So uh, it's a, it's a great, it's a great way to, to guide you. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, we appreciate you showing up. We're here every Sunday on the Cosmic Eye Show, and we do, of course, uh, the Emmett Fox Show uh, every other every other Sunday. Uh, so we uh, we appreciate you guys being here. I, as I said before, we're at CosmicEye.org. Chris's book is The Spirit in the Sky. Mine is If You Can Worry, You Can Meditate. Both of those are available on Amazon. And if you get a chance, check out the uh, changes that are happening at the CosmicEye.org website. Uh, thank you again for joining us. Have uh, a great rest of your weekend. Uh, and going into the next week, uh, take care of yourselves out there. Goodbye and God bless. <laughs>